deliberation on the ultimate reality culminating in intuitive experience by shri db gangulli <coughs> already we have seen six sessions in this book today is the seventh session the topic is 26th agama or the traditional methodology utilized in the scriptures so far it has been explained in detail the manner in which the scriptures signify by using a method of instruction called agama that is a traditional intuitive method the reality or the eternal verity of atman who is cognizable only by intuition anubhavika vedya the word agama should not be understood to mean merely a technique or know how as in the words pancharatra agama that is the authoritative text or scripture of the pancharatra shaiva agama that is the authoritative text of shaivism nor merely an in- instructional or teaching method of a particular preceptor as in the words like buddha agama that is the authoritative text of buddhism since they too have come down according to the traditional methods of teaching from the teacher to the taught they too in that sense may be called agama indeed but the authentic or reliable word aptokti of elders or our well wishers is always to be cognized by yet another valid means pramanantara vedya although vedagama that is the traditional method of instruction of the vedas has been handed down through the teachings of a line of spiritual preceptors it does not at all signify any object or phenomenon which can be perceived or conceived by the empirical valid means pramanas of pratyaksha that is perception anumana that is inference reasoning etc tarka the queer or the uh, rather the most extraordinary methodology of teaching atman the innermost self of everything who is of the essential nature of pure absolute transcendental being consciousness bliss and who is beyond the realm of all empirical dealings desiderating or involving pramanas that is valid means of cognition and prameya that is objects or phenomena of cognition is itself called agama that is a traditional method of spiritual instruction here it is connoted etymologically in the manner this traditional method agama yati that is signifies comprehensively or clearly so as to help intuit that metaphysical non empirical eternal verity of atman beyond the ken of the senses and the psyche and hence it is called agama next 27th the logic or reasoning used in the scriptures further to those who do not possess the capacity of qualification to cognize the ultimate reality of atman through agama that is the traditional intuition method alone the scriptures teach through tarka that is logic or reasoning also here to to the word tarka there is an extraordinary meaning adduced some people call the valid means of anumana that is inference as tarka in the case of the logical uh, or syllogistic argument if there is no fire then there will not be smoke to but there is a smoke therefore there must be fire even after determining or deciding about the existence of fire through the valid means of anumana where is the question or necessity of the syllogistic argument of the type if there is smoke there must be fire 
to a person who argues in such a manner the sentence of the type if there does not exist fire then there cannot exist smoke too which he uses goes by the name of tarka the vedantins have not called the tarka or syllogistic logic uh, and upapatti that is demonstrated conclusion which the logicians use by the nomenclature of tarka at all in order to refute the opinion or doctrines of the logicians the vedantins on certain occasions use their that is the logicians logic or reasoning but the vedantins do not use that empirical logic at all for the intuitive deliberation or the discrimination on the eternal verity or reality of atman they use the same kind of tarka that has been used in the scriptures alone the manner in which one discriminates intuitively by means of such scriptural logic alone is called manana that is intuitive reasoning or uh, rationalization ratiocination this kind of uh, intuitive reasoning is called shrauta tarka that is logic or reasoning used in all the shrutis that is scriptures or upanishads next 28th point the difference between kevala tarka that is empirical logic and shrauta tarka that is upanishadic reasoning the logic or reasoning that is used in the scriptures is not merely a logic which is predominantly formal for example on the basis of a statement like all the people are not intelligent it can be argued or reasoned out that there are some people also who are dull headed if it is stated that a is equal to b b is equal to c in that case it can be argued that a is equal to c is it not in these kinds of logical arguments experience is not at all predominant it becomes evident ne established only to the extent that if one thing is real the other thing also is real that's all we are not so much concerned with the question whether everyone is intelligent or not we only argue in the manner that if everyone is not intelligent then it becomes established or evident that some people at least are dull headed that's all we are not at all concerned or interested in finding out what are these things with a b c we are also not interested in finding out whether the reality a is equal to b or not we only argue in the manner if a is equal to b and b is equal to c then a must needs to be equal to c this kind of syllogistic argument is merely related to or concerned with the formal logic there is no importance or predominance given or attached to the real experience of the things so established on the basis of such syllogistic arguments but in vedanta it is not like that at all in vedantic logic is uh, used to culminate in one's experience alone in uh, vedanta the main purport or goal for the scriptures is to clarify or elucidate further the meaning indicated by agama or the traditional intuitive methodology of teaching the ultimate reality compare it with one's intuitive experience and then help attain the intuitive experience of atman that is the self of the essence of pure being consciousness bliss alone two examples may be given to signify such a kind of logic or reasoning used in the scriptures first expounding that brahman that is the ultimate reality is the cause for the creation sustentation and dissolution of the world then to argue or reason out in the manner therefore the world is not different or separate from brahman this is one example between the dream state and the waking state because of the reason that when one state exists or is being experienced the other state does not exist or is not experienced it is tantamount to saying that atman who is our very core or the innermost essence of being is not an entity or verity 
who is not related to or having any contact with the characteristics or special features of those two states which making the uh, awaking and dream then to argue or reason out that because in deep sleep the jiva that is the soul has given up the world in its entirety and has become one with or merged into paramatman that is the supreme self alone devoid of the world this is the second example the methods of deliberation based on the cause of the world and three states of consciousness etc which are used here in vedantic literature are exclusively utilized in the scriptures upanishads alone they are used in the scriptures for the prime purpose of helping the seeker attain the intuitive experience of his own innermost self atman but it should not be forgotten that these methods of reasoning always play a subservient role to one's intuitive experience in other words these methods of reasoning will never be contradictory or opposed to one's intuition as he climbs up the ladder of higher and higher intuitive experiences finally to culminate in self realization or self knowledge we will undertake the task of further deliberating upon these examples later on for the time being we must keep in mind and different uh, the difference between the mere formal syllogistic logic called shushka uh, tarka uh, that is dry vain or empty logic and the vedantic tarka that is intuitive deliberation or reasoning utilized in the scriptures for the dry vain empirical logic the intellect alone is predominant or important but not the experience of the entity as it is but the shauta tarka that is logic used in the scriptures which is also called shrutya uh, anugrahi tarka that is logic as permitted or blessed approved blessed by the scriptures gives or attaches all the importance to uh, intuitive experience alone since that logic is in consonance with one's own intuitive experience naturally it should lead one to get rooted in this intuitive experience which goes by the name of jnana nishtha that alone has been called here by us by the epithets tarka upapatti demonstrated conclusion for the benefit of the disciple of the uh, disciple the preceptor or guru may utilize other kinds of empirical logical arguments or reasonings dialectics but in all such cases they will never be contradictory to the intuitive logic in consonance with the scriptural teachings so these are the things today what we have seen next uh, this is the seventh session next in the fifth uh, eighth session let us uh, see logic which is in consonance with the intuitive experience what is that let us see in the next session hari rama loka samasta sukhino bhavantu shankara adhyacharyanam anugrahostu om tat sat